I want you to think about this. Have you ever wanted to do public speaking? Have you ever wanted to stand in front of a room and give a presentation? Well, video allows you to get that practice because you get to see how are you pronouncing the words you're learning if you're saying um, uh, ah, or those filler words. So use video as a tool to help you get better in an area of your life that you feel like, hey, I want to get better in. So if it's presenting, if it's public speaking, if it's just being able to talk to your boss, this is how video can help you. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In spite of her camera shyness, Sri Mahabir was determined to share her story and the stories of other entrepreneurs. In April of 2020, Sri created the IG Live series Journey of an Entrepreneur. After interviewing 100 entrepreneurs, she realized her passion. Sri helps solo entrepreneurs and corporate professionals be able to face their camera shyness and help build visibility to their brand and business. Sri is a remote producer who offers a done-for-you service for taking your live streaming idea from concept to execution, designing the flyers and background, producing and turning it into a podcast. Sri has another show on LinkedIn, which is called Sip and Chat with Sri and Charlene, guest hosts W slash Russ Hedge and D. Scott Wednesday's morning on IG called The Backstage Experience and co-hosts a show with Karenia Lai called The Friday Roundup. If you would like to connect with Sri, please connect with her on IG, Next Left Consulting, LinkedIn, Sri Mahaber, or TikTok, Sri Mahaber. Siri, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. And if you didn't catch our interview, but definitely go back and check it out on Instagram and on LinkedIn, where I brought Junad on and his daughter and the trustee, Lama. That's right. That's right. That was so much fun. And if you have trouble finding that episode, you can simply go to supergenia.com forward slash appearances and we'll drop, we'll actually drop the link directly to the that episode in the show notes so you can get to it. But before you go listen to this, that episode, stick around because we're going to have a lot of fun. Yes.
So Siri, let's jump into, I need to call you Siri because every time I say, my smart device wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> so Siri, let's take a walk down memory lane and let's re rediscover the origin story. How did it all get started? It all started because when my ex, the father of my child passed away, he didn't leave a legacy. His family mm. disowned my daughter. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do something about this. So I started a business in 2019. I was in oil and gas. So I started the business in virtual assistant. And I was just going out there trying to figure it out. And someone told me, hey, you need testimonials. And that was when it was placed on my heart. Hear the story. So I was like, how do I do this? I don't have the equipment. I don't have a studio. Like, how do I do this? And then came the pandemic. And here I am trying to build visibility to my business. I'm seeing Jay Shetty and Ed Emlett, Gary Vee going live. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Then I see my friend going live on Instagram and I knew, okay, I know her. I know how to do it. If she can do it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. So I asked nine people. They all said no. The 10th one said yes. And that is the birth of Journey of an Entrepreneur, where I started to go live. There were no groups. There was no assistance. There was no coaches. There was nobody really teaching about how to really leverage live or even get com comfortable and confident being on mm. camera. And after a hundred lives, I started to realize I really this, but I don't mm. like my first business being a virtual assistant. That's yeah. when I start, I realized I need to invest in a coach. And then when I did that, she pointed out, Hey, you have a real passion of helping people share their story, build visibility to their brand. How many of those people ever did video or ever did a live out of that hundred? I was like 40 of them never did. Yeah. And she said, okay, that's what you need to be doing because you coach them. And that's when I started to really put myself out on LinkedIn, developing what I'm doing. In the meantime, I had a nine to five and I started going live on LinkedIn and certain things did not add what they wanted. And mm. in December, I got laid off nine days before Christmas. That's when I decided I'm going to go head into this business and really fully develop it. And I'm very thankful for that closed door. It's coming to a year now. Mm -hmm. When I look back, I was very devastated in the beginning of the year, but now where I'm at, I'm so glad I took that plunge and really dove into it because what I've learned, what, how video has helped me yeah. has also helped others. And so if I had to go back to 2019, I say thank you to that person who said, no, I don't want to be on camera. No, I don't like the way I look. I don't like the way I sound. I don't have yeah. anything of value, but I still showed up. Mm -hmm. And so I'm thankful for that 2019 streak. I love that. Some of the things that you mentioned, you helping others to realize that they have a value to give. They have a story to tell. They have a story that no one's heard of before. And that's what we all bring. We all have those stories inside of them. And what you enable them to do is open themselves up to you because guess what you did for yourself, for them, but you are an open book for them. It enabled them to take your courage and own it. And that's what gave them courage. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> 
in my fourth live my fourth or fifth guest gave the opportunity and said hey do you want to become a published author and I said of course and that's when I really shared my story and I learned how my story had value and when I was asking people their story when I had a guest who never did a live or never did a video they're like what do I share and I said your story and I'm going to help you ask those questions yeah and like you said that is what cattle that was a catalyst for them to realize hey I've got something there's Mm. something special yeah so true and it's always somebody else that has to invite us to share their story or share our stories and I was like, how can I do that for myself? And Gary, V told me, hey, just go document your journey. No matter what you're doing, just document it. And so I started documenting just like yourself. You started asking questions and bringing people on these live platforms. I started question questioning and documenting my own journey as a beekeeper. And it just changed my mindset. Now, mind you, it took me a long time to even get comfortable to start talking to just a microphone. but if I hadn't done that work prior, I would not be sitting in front of a camera talking to you either. When you look back at your journey, you're like, some of the clients that I've worked with, it's asking them, what did you do? How did you help people? What have people been coming to you and asking you about? And when you start to look at it, you start to add up every piece, every journey, every step, every closed chapter, all of it adds up to where you are today. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Jeanette, it started with the beekeeping. For me, it actually started in 2019 at an event that I went for my daughter's school where it was one of the parents owned a media company. They were recording the event. So they had a booth and I just came up and I started interviewing people just mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yeah. When they said, hey, there's something about you. Then I started to get, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't like the way I look. <laughs> this is not what I want. And that's when I had, when I started to go live on Instagram, I started to put myself back into what got me in that mindset of just being comfortable to be there for the person. And that's what I've always shown up in the first 50 lives. I can tell you, I really had to put my fears aside and start to be there for the person. Now, when I realized, okay, I've got something, this is going Now I had to face my own fear. And that's when it got scary because I was like, oh, I don't know. And I had to learn some different routines, things that I help my clients with so that they can show up, whether it's to record a video or just even do a live interview like what we're doing. Yeah, no, it's so true. We all have to work through our own demons or work through our own gatekeepers to get past them. And no, I got this. And that's where the cheerleaders come into their live streams. And oh, go Shiri, this is so awesome. Or go Gabe. And we have a community of people that always come and show up. And we have Kenny D. He's always (laughs) so supportive. And we got Brian and Nancy. We got so many amazing folks that we've gotten to know through these new platforms that are now our favorite people that are now always cheering us on and encouraging us. And that's what we need. We do. I'm glad you brought up. I built community through live streaming. Yeah. And I was going live heavily first on Instagram. The community 
was what's helping me. I used to reach out to them. Like I said, I didn't have somebody who I could reach out to and help me guide me through this. Yeah. It was the community that I talked to because I wanted to get better. I formed these relationships and going back, they're still there. Mm -hmm. After two and a half years, they're still there. Yeah. And they always tell me, hey, even though I'm not around as much, I see you. And that means a lot to me because they haven't forgotten. And some of them, we followed each other on multiple platforms like yeah. Facebook, TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. And we're just, if I see your content, I'll support it. If I So that's why I always tell everybody, I'm like, if I see your content somewhere, I'm going to support it. And if I, especially, I've had the view, no views on videos. I've had the views where it was like, I went video upon video, no support. I always, if I see somebody I know, I go back to those videos that have no views and no support. And I do that because I know what it feels like. Yeah. When you feel like somebody's there, that means the world. If it's just one person. So yes, through my own experience, I'm always going back and sharing like, no, I don't want that for them. I'm just going to say something. Yeah, no, that's so true and so powerful. And yes, it's easy to, it's so easy to get disheartened and be like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't have any support. But if you think about it, the greatest people that are the greatest are, are, is because they kept doing the work. Take example of Steph Curry. I did not know about this, about Steph Curry, but he would wake up at 6 a.m. in the morning to do those three-pointer shots. No matter who's in the gym or not, he would get up, go there, and do the practice. Same thing with Kobe and Michael Jordan and these amazing athletes. They made themselves as the competition and be better than themselves. And sometimes we do need the support and cheerleaders, and sometimes it's okay to do it alone. So the goal is to keep going and don't be disheartened. Don't be disheartened. And I love that you brought up Steph Curry and Michael Jordan and Kobe. They all have, I know for sure, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan all worked with Tim Grover. He's, they mm -hmm. were, that was his coach. Yeah. One thing he talked about is winning and winning does not care about you or I. It's this alter ego. It is yeah. this, if you, what are you going to do to win? Because you can only win in the moment. Mm -hmm. Then the next day you have to start over again. That's how I feel about the month. Every time it's a new month, I go back to ground zero. Nobody knows me. It doesn't matter the number that I have. I always believe nobody's going to be there. So what am I going to do? And that helps me bring back those, hey, you need to go back to engagement. You need to go back to building relationships, talking in the DMs, talk to your community, go back to a simple live. These are things that when you look back at the end of the month, you're like, oh, wow, this is the result. But it's that like you were talking about getting up at 6 a.m., mm -hmm. doing those 300 shots. What are you doing to build back? Because you can not even, I want to even bring up Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. As, much, as famous as he is, he still has practices he does because he still believes that you still need to put in the work. It doesn't yeah. matter where you're at. You still got to put in the work. Amen. Amen. And every overnight success <laughs> takes about five to 10 years. Just keep working. <laughs> <laughs>
Julie, yeah. this has been so much fun talking to you, you know, getting to learn about your journey, your motivations, and what kept you inspired and coming back because not only are you doing it for yourself, but you're also doing for the people that you're working with, the people that are in the comments, the people that are in your community and supporting you and cheering us on. It's so powerful. It's so powerful that we continue to do the work. Now, I mentioned, and I don't usually mention which episode I'm recording. I just say in this episode, I'm talking to this person. So if you want to know what episode number is, you go back and look at the actual title. But I did some work earlier today and I was like, okay, let me see what number am I at? Because I got to keep a count. And three is episode number 498, which is holy smokes. How did I get here? How did I even get here? Episode 500 is going to be sold episode. I get to talk to myself for once because <laughs> I don't do that. That's going to be a great episode. Problem. And you should send it. I would give a tip. Anytime you have monumental moments, yeah. send a special email to all of those guests so they can show up for you. That's what I did with my 50th yeah. and my 100th live. I actually invited everybody to come and join. Because without them, yeah. I wouldn't be here. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't I couldn't have could not have done 500 episodes without all the guests that I, that enabled me to get to this number. So, absolutely an amazing idea. I'm gonna implement that for sure. <laughs> Siri, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, you're gonna share three hacks to take away. Okay. Back. All right, what are we doing? We're about to do a session where you're going to rapid fire questions to me. Oh, yeah. All right. And three hacks. <laughs> three hacks. Let's say, let's jump in. So, Siri, we've been talking with Siri, Siri, Siri. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Hey guys, welcome back. We've been talking to three here on the episode number 498. Oh my God, I don't want to say the number over and over, but yes, it's a big deal. Come on. Siri has some amazing tips to share with us. So Take it away. I'm going to give you, I'm going to share with you three tips. And this is for you who is afraid to get on camera, 
but I'm going to take you to another. I want you to think about this. Have you ever wanted to do public speaking? Have you ever wanted to stand in front of a room and give a presentation? Video allows you to get that practice because you get to see how are you pronouncing the words you're learning if you're saying ah or those filler words. So use video as a tool to help you get better in an area of your life that you feel like, hey, I want to get better in. So if it's presenting, if it's public speaking, if it's just being able to talk to your boss, this is how video can help you. Tip number two, if you don't like the way you look, you don't like the way you sound, guess what? That's a lot of people. Welcome <laughs> to the club. I would encourage you to first start, just open up the camera. You don't have to record yourself, but just see yourself in the camera and say everything that you like about yourself. Stop focusing on what you don't like. Start focusing on things that you like. Then hit the record button. You can even place the camera so that you're recording your life. So you're just getting comfortable. Then you start to do videos on what you are eating and what you are seeing and just taking video of your surroundings. Once you start getting used to that, then you can see that, hey, I'm ready to start posting this video. Send it to a friend or take the leap and just post it on social media. There's yeah. stories on Instagram where you can film something in 24 hours, it's gone. Just leave it. And tip number three, have grace with yourself. We're very, it's very easy to get mad at yourself and say, I didn't like the way this sounded. I didn't like the way this looked. Stop getting stuck on perfect and start looking at progress. And when you start to do that, your first few videos are not going to be great. But as you get used to being in front of the camera, it does. I'm not saying diminish the production. I'm just saying don't get caught in perfect. So I always tell my clients, take at least three takes. If that third take and it's in an hour and you still don't have a video, take a break, walk away from it and mm -hmm. come back. This is exactly what I do too. If I find myself retaking a video and it's been an hour, I stop and I come back and then I do, I record that video, I put it together and then I post it. I love those three hacks. Those were absolutely what I needed. Because yes, sometimes I do have to walk away from my own recordings because yes, I've got the perfect studio, but we are all humans. No matter how much progress you've made, we're all human and we still feel doubt. So it's okay to step away and come back refreshed, re-energized and take it from another angle. You've changed your state and you're going to be for the better. So thank you so much for those three hacks. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's jump into these rapid fire questions. I like how you said that rapid fire. Sometimes I'll, sometimes we like to lurk around in those answers. That's where the fun is. That is. Oof. So number one, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? I wish I got into investing into crypto faster. Ooh, I think we all <laughs> wish that. I think we all wanted to invest some. <laughs> buy those 25 cent coins back in 2012 oh, but it's all good okay. it's still coming it's still going to keep going i think it from the perspective of when my kids are 20 
or 30, that's 20, 30 years from now, right? So what are they going to be using as currency? And from that perspective, if you bought some and leave, you know, keep it for them, then that's something that's going to continue to grow. I like that thought. Yes. Number two, what did you want to be when you were a child? You're going to laugh. I wanted to be a maroon flower. I don't know why. It's the face that everybody makes to like, what? <laughs> I don't know why, but a then it turned flower. into a maroon flower. Then it turned into, I always knew I wanted to own something. I wanted to own a business. So I didn't know exactly what, but mm-hmm. I always knew I was going to own a business. I like that. I think Maroon 5 might be right up your alley. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. <laughs> I think that's probably what, uh, what's his name? Who's Maroon 5 guy? Can't oh, man, I can't think of his name right now. But I see his face. Yeah, I see the face. He's on... The Voice. The Voice. My wife knows his name. Anyways. Right. <laughs> he's cool. He's cool. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? My favorite movie is Cinderella. But... Ooh. I also like The Godfather. <laughs> okay. And I always watch on favorite shows like I like Blue Bloods, NCIS, uh, Law and Order, all of them, mm-hmm. SBU, the whole nine. Nice. So little known fact about the TV show FBI. I was in season two, episode one in the crowd in New York City when the bomb blast happened. So that was fun. Pretty cool. I didn't know that. Pretty cool. If there was a movie that combined Cinderella and Godfather, what would that be? Oh, that would be really interesting. Never really thought about that. It's like a crossover. Right. Who stole the glass slippers? There it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next question. What movie would you choose if you got to play a correct character in it? Oh, it would be a movie that's yet to come out to portray somebody's life. And it's a similar story to mine, mm-hmm. but they created this billion dollar company based on something that there was a lot of people who were opposed to it, didn't support mm-hmm. them. And we all can, we can resonate with that as we start to get into yeah. what we do. People are there, but then they still like, why is it that on Facebook you post, you get no likes from anybody, mm. but you go over to your family or your friends and there's a thousand likes. That's just what happens. The yeah. journey of entrepreneurship is hard. And so yeah. I know there's somebody out there who has this story. They're becoming this billionaire or they are, but yeah. their story is similar to mine. That's the, that's the one that I will be the character in. I love it. I love that so much. And there's there's an audio going around on TikTok. And <clears throat> the question was like, hey, man, how come you haven't made it? You didn't share my post. You didn't like my post. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, next up. Who is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero would be, I would say... This is a really good one because 
Batman. I had to think yeah. about it because I don't look at superheroes too much. I'm mostly, okay. I have faith. So it's God. That's my superhero. Yeah. No, I love that. All right. Last question. If you were a board game, what would it be? Mystery. The mystery <laughs> board game. So it could be something like Clue. No, what's that one where you have the there you have all the characters and it was Mr. Melon, not Melon, but I forget the game board game. I can't think of it. I think it's called Mystery. It just might be. Mysterium. Murder mystery. Murder mystery. Murder mystery. That would be the board game. The Mansions of Madness is another one. There's a lot of there's a lot of different mystery games. Cluedo is probably the more popular one. All right. Three, thank you so much for your time. Thank and you. And your for effort having me. and your energy. And absolutely, where can my audience find you? So you guys can connect with me on all the platforms, LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I'll be coming out with my Facebook group soon. So that's yes. where I'll be talking about getting confident on camera, giving tips on video and live streaming, because I always think about what it was like in the beginning and having that place where you feel safe, you can make mistakes and nobody's going to be making fun of you because I know yeah. I won't let that happen. But I just having a place where you can feel there's a community, you can connect. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to build. And that is coming very soon. I love that. That's going to be awesome. Can't wait to hang out with you over there. Yes. All right, Siri. Thank you so much again for your time. We'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.